This is Mr. Day, and this is the Russian Revolution podcast serial from the freshman class of 2023. Hi, this is Aaron Erdos, and you are listening to the 46th episode of the Russian Revolution. One of the demands before the Russian Revolution, which is a period where the Tsars were in control, was to make a constituted assembly that consists of democratically elected representatives whose tasks were to make constitutions for the people, and it was reformed for several years. In late 1917, the assembly was taken control by the Bolsheviks that consisted of the Marxist group founded by Vladimir Lenin and Alexander Bogdanov who then took the power of Russia and created the Soviet Union by overthrowing the liberal provisional government of Alexander Kerensky, who was one of the opposing parties whose intention was to organize the election of the Russian Constituent Assembly and its convention. The Workers' and Peasants' Red Army was the army and air force of the Russian Soviet Federative Socialist Republic, and after 1922, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. The army was established immediately after the 1917 October Revolution, but the name Red Army was abandoned in 1946. The Council of People's Commissioners was created as a Workers' and Peasants' Red Army on a voluntary basis. On April 22, 1918, the Soviet government decreed compulsory military training for workers and peasants who did not employ hired labor, and this was the beginning of the Red Army. Its founder was Leon Trotsky, People's Commissioner for War from March 1918 until he lost the post in November 1924. The Red Army was recruited exclusively from among workers and peasants and immediately faced the problem of creating a competent and reliable officer's corps. Trotsky met this problem by mobilizing former officers of the Imperial Army. On December 25, 1991, the Red Army was disbanded. When the Soviets took over Russia during the October Revolution of 1917, their goal was to drastically change society. One way they attempted to do this was by changing the calendar. In 1929, they created the Soviet Eternal Calendar, which changed the structure of the week, month, and the year. For the urban workforce of the Soviet Union, September 29, 1929 was a Sunday, a day of the rest after six days of labor. Sunday was the prize at the finish line, a day's holiday where people might see family, attend church, or clean their homes. But in the eyes of the Soviet government led by Joseph Stalin, Sundays represented a genuine threat to the war and hum of industrial progress. So for the solution to this problem, the Soviet government came up with the Nepre Ivanka. It divided workers up into five groups and assigned them in all colors, which each group given their own specific day off. It was made to revolutionize the concept of labor, set a match to productivity and make religious worship too troublesome to be worth the effort. But many complained that the rest days defeated the purpose of time off because what is the point of a day off if their wives were in the factory, their children at school, and nobody could visit them? Eventually, measures were introduced to make it easier for families to sync up, largely due to complaints from workers. After 11 years of trial and error, 
project was axed in June 1914 and Russia returned to the Gregorian calendar with its seven-day week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.